Our learning objective is to describe the basic features of common stock. Common stock ultimately simply represents basic ownership of a business entity with claims on earnings and dividends. If an individual were to start a business and to incorporate, that person would normally award to themselves 100% of the common stock in that company, which represents full ownership. In large corporations then, that common stock is split among all the different shareholders. And so you have to remember that ultimately, uh, all of those shareholders are, in essence, the owners of that company. So when the company does well, the shareholders benefit, and when the company does poorly, ultimately it's the shareholders who lose. But common stock basically represents a claim on the earnings of that company, and more importantly, uh, the providing of the return to the shareholders through the form of dividends. Common stock will sometimes come uh, with classifications. So there can be a class A, class B, class E. There, there are no standards as to uh, the use of class symbols. In the area of mutual funds, there are class A shares, class B shares, and class C shares. And the SEC has established a standard definition as to what each of those classes means. But for common stocks, there are no standards as to what uh, a particular class represents. So if you're buying a common stock that has a class associated with it, a class A or a class B, then you really need to understand what that class categorization represents. Sometimes it represents disproportionate voting power. Sometimes it represents disproportionate claim on earnings and dividends. Sometimes a class stock represents a, uh, is what we call a tracking stock. That is, uh, the board of directors says, on this particular stock, we will focus on the earnings of a particular subsidiary, and we will make the dividend payments for this stock based on the earnings of that one subsidiary rather than the company as a whole. So the idea behind tracking stocks is that you own just a, a part of the company. So it's like owning a separate company within a larger company. When you own common stock, uh, the ultimate power is the right to vote. The stockholders can get together in a meeting and vote whatever they want to for the corporation. The key is that they vote on the board of directors and the board appoints the management. Because for larger corporations, most people cannot make the meetings of the shareholders. The annual meeting is, is typically the only meeting each year. Uh, they are issued proxies. A proxy is a uh, temporary right uh, transfer of the vote and 
existing management will usually send proxies to all of the shareholders asking them to vote their proxy in favor of the current uh, board or the recommended board uh, nominees. However, shareholders are free to vote for or against any motions that are expected to occur at the annual meeting and sometimes outsiders will attempt to solicit proxies and shareholders are certainly free to sign their proxy over to an outside group who would be opposing existing management. Let's consider some true-false questions. A proxy can only be voted in favor of existing management. That's false. You can vote against the management, you can abstain, or you can sign proxies for other groups. There is no standardized meaning among different classes of stock. That is also a true statement. If you buy a classified stock, you need to understand what the classification means.